Well, good morning, everybody. I'm Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio, and it's uh, Thursday, the 29th of June, 2023, and we have a wonderful guest for you this morning. We're going to be talking to Dr. Keisha Ray, who is one of the top educational consultants out there. She's also an education evangelist, if I might, but she consults the schools and districts of former district educator down in, uh, administrator, excuse me, down in Nashville, and um, really important we get her thoughts. She just was at uh, ISTE, the conference in Philadelphia, and we're going to be talking a lot today about the AI, artificial intelligence, how it's affecting schools. She told me, I wasn't there, but she told me this morning it was a uh, hot topic, to say the least, down there at the International Society for Technology and Education. Okay, so we're going to get uh, Keisha's kind of report, if I may, on artificial intelligence. We're going to focus a lot, if we can, on how it affects safety, okay, for K-12 students. And my good friends at Gaggle, gaggle gaggle.net, the online safety, online safety net, so to speak, for K-12 students, okay, put me in touch with with Keisha today. So it's going to be a nice conversation about how this affects student safety and what the word is down at uh, ISTE about AI in general. We'll archive the show over at ace-ed.org. Ace-ed.org is, of course, the home website of our American Consortium for Equity and Education. Check out what we're doing over there. And there's a lot of great stuff, including our Excellence in Equity Awards program, our magazine, Equity and Access, and, of course, every podcast we do is archived. Again, everything's free at ace-ed.org. And without further ado, let me bring on the one, the only, Keisha Ray. Hi, Keisha. Good morning. It's Larry here. Hey, Larry. How are you today? I'm fine. How are you? Are you back? Are you still in Philly? Uh, I was so sad to know you didn't come to ISTE. I wasn't able to get there. I wasn't able to get there. Uh, I'm going to make sure it happens in November next year. Yeah. Yeah. You always have stuff going on, though. We do. We do. And uh, this this time it was a little bit of uh, personal challenges for friends of ours that we had to take good care of this week, so we couldn't get down there. So... uh, what are you going to do? Some things take priority over business, you know. It's, it's that simple. 100%. Are you back? Yeah. Are you back in Nashville, or are you still in Philly? Yes, yes. I Which got one? back yesterday. The conference Good. ended, and, and I came right home to my little baby girl. <laughs> Good for you. And how was the conference? Let's, let's start right there. That's simple. How was this this year? Oh my goodness, it was incredible. The energy. What well, what uh, what we realized was. The last time we were in Philadelphia, I was the president. Oh, wow. So wow. COVID, like, disrupted yeah. our, you know, our cycle, so to speak. Yeah. And um, so yeah. everybody, it was wild. Do you know how when you go back into a place, you remember everything so fresh? And people mm-hmm. were like, how's your foot? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that was like so many years ago. <laughs> but it's fine, you know. <laughs> like the last five years didn't happen, you know, and how's your foot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like it was just yesterday. I was like, uh, it's great, you know, it's you know, four years That's ago. Funny. That's funny. You know, I have yeah, to ask, well, just, how was, it, how so was many the crowd? People. How was the crowd? Was it the same as the I was going to say, or? so many people. We yeah. had, I think the final count was 17,000, so that was oh, good. That's great. When I was, when I was, when we were there last, it was 23, so, you know, yeah. we, there's a little bit of a, we're still coming back, but. 
that's okay. There was uh, a lot of great energy. People, it was like a reunion. You know, everybody was like really glad to be back. And last time we had an issue where there was still a mask and everybody had to show backs and everything. And this yeah. was more like normal, you know. So that was amazing. That was really amazing. But kicked off with a great conversation around um, AI and mm-hmm. uh, by Richard. He, he kind of kicked yeah, it off with, you know, when he was here so many years ago, he, he had talked about AI. And it is something those of us who have been in the space for a really long time have, you know, it's been on the radar. But uh, it, it feels, you know, like new. Uh, you know, and us oldies, the goodies are like, mm, it's not well, really new. It's been around. Well, it's it's not new. It's not new per se. I mean, because they, they made term, the Terminator movies. That was all about AI, okay, yeah. 20 years that's ago. That's right. Okay, that's, that's really what they yeah. were about. And, and now that, yep. uh, not not that, because that had a dark ending, okay, that, right. okay, is now becoming part of, um, you know, uh, of our world. We have to learn to work with it. Right? And, I, you know, yeah. I, was, I was talking to somebody the other day, and, you know, teachers are a little bit afraid of AI. I don't think the tech people are as afraid of it, but teachers are. And mm-hmm. I, I, was, talk, I was talking to somebody um, a few days ago, and they said, it's sort of like, autopilot for a major airlines pilot these people are incredibly mm-hmm. well trained they would dare fly the plane without them but when you're in a cockpit they turn on the switch and the plane flies itself to london that's basically what it yeah. does okay they're watching yeah. everything they're your safeguards and i think education's got to put it into a perspective that this is an incredible yeah. thing and it's not going to replace a teacher like the autopilot doesn't replace the pilot or the co-pilot for that matter. Okay, it doesn't replace right. anybody. All right, but it's 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 which what makes the darn thing work. All right, and yeah. this is where we yeah, and and then the, and I have to say, Keisha, in this day and age with the teacher retention problem and the, the teacher recruitment, there's not enough people becoming educators. We need. We, we need an autopilot to help us along to get through this till we can straighten out the situation. What's your thought on that? Yeah, I mean, I I uh, say about all technologies that the job of technology is to amplify efficiency in anything. Yeah. And yeah. so I think that's what it does for us in education. And I think that we've been using it since, really, we've been using it since the 80s. Um, in various types of software, right? Yep, and yep. it's just like all technology, it's iterative. So it, it's getting better and better and better as we grow through time. And I think the generative AI is something that is, you know, that's what feels new. And it is to some extent. I mean, technically search engines were that, right? They generated a list of you know, of of things that related to the topics that were in your search stream, right? So, you know, it's not, it's, like you said, those of us in technology, we're like, get it. But if you're not and you haven't followed along, you don't know how all that back-end stuff works, then this may feel new and alarming to you. But I just published an article this week on uh, how I hope that our, our policymakers, uh, e.g. Our, our school boards, don't jump the gun and pass policies that can eliminate or restrict an opportunity that this generative AI or any AI might offer us with all of the things that are evolving in education today. 
Yeah, that we have to be uh, agreed 100%, by the way. But we have to be careful because we, 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 we use a search engine, okay? We take that information and make something happen. The scary part, yeah. this is only scary about AI, is that it is intelligent, okay? You know what they say, and they can. They're worried that it can that it can do that search engine and then do the action that the search engine that you wanted to do. In other words, yeah. it's going to it's going to take that part of it away. And there, there's a lot yeah. of good in that. There's a lot of good in that. All right, there really is. But there's also a little bit of fear, and like any new thing, you have to get used to it. How long how long did it take, Keisha, for people really to get used to flying? It probably wasn't until about yeah. 1960 that the American, that everybody yeah. in the world said, oh, yeah, we can all fly. People were scared to death. Yeah. They thought if you got on an airplane, yeah. even in the 50s, you got on an airplane, the plane's going to crash. Okay, that didn't happen. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. It happened twice yeah. a year, maybe. Okay? And, yeah. you know, we just got to learn to put things, keep things in perspective and all that sort of thing. As you talk to people there about the AI, um, what, what did you get? What was your sense of it, just from the, the general group? Is there did the tech people who are most of the people that were there at ISTE? Did they did they get a sense that things are going to be okay with it? Yeah, I think definitely, definitely. I think they're they see the great opportunity of it, wrapping around the caution flags, right? Like saying there's yeah, a great yeah. opportunity. Here's where the caution cones need to be placed. But other than that, if you if you proceed with caution in these areas, then it's okay, and and it could be very very beneficial. Um, and like, don't throw the baby out with the back bathwater. To use an exhausted <laughs> term, you know, phrase. Not a good but, idea. Um, I think I'm somebody call the police if you do teachers, that. Don't. Yeah, yeah, don't call the police. Yeah, but don't call the, don't throw the baby teacher, out with the bathwater. <laughs> don't. Teachers, they're they're concerned. Yeah. Rightly so, is cheating, right? But in a session that uh, I participated in uh, as a panelist, you know, we said, you know, news alert. Cheating has taken place since schools began. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is not new. Not new. <laughs> not new. You know what? I, I, just, I'll, throw, I'll, I'll give you my example of that. You're in business. You have K20 Connect, okay, the consulting firm, okay? And you know that if somebody says, Keisha, I want you to lay out a whole plan for our school district, clear your desk. They don't say that, okay? They say mm-hmm. use every resource you can to give us the best answer, okay? So if, That's you, right. if you use all those resources, are you cheating? Of course not. Nobody says to a marketing director or a scientist, we need a new vaccine, clear your desk. They say use every resource you possibly can, and that's what schools have to get used to. We have to use the technology to get kids thinking on how to use it because they they will live in a technological world far more than we are, far more than we are. Yeah, yeah, and I think as our new teachers come in, yeah, the new teachers who are more accustomed to this way of learning and applying resources, Mm -hmm. um, they get it. So I think yep. there will be uh, a cliff, so to speak, where we'll certainly have um, our more traditional teachers, let's say, that will uh, yield to this 
this new generation of teachers who are like, hey, that, let's embrace this. Let's teach them how to do it the right way. Let's teach them how to cite resources. Let's teach them how to identify exactly. digital literacy. Let's teach them how, or information literacy too. Let's teach them how to read it and understand, is this real? Is this AI? Is this something I shouldn't pull from because it really isn't the truth? It's not factual. Let's teach them how to do that instead of just say everything comes from an original thought. I, when I was working on my dissertation, my um, my advisor, one of well, one of the people that was on my committee said, this is the first original thought dissertation I've read in 10 years. <laughs> I was like, dang, wow. I thought they were also very well, original. He's like, no, yeah, yeah. no. There's no, no such thing as an original thought anymore, you know, except for you. Okay, it's just. It's well, just, I just I came up with the first digital literacy assessment, so mine there you was go. just timing. <laughs> there you go. Mine was just timing. It just was a logical thing. Oh my gosh, we've got all this digital stuff out here. <laughs> we probably should assess where kids are, because some kids may come in with a literacy level that they don't need to take a test or class. You know, so I, I that was my dissertation was proving that they didn't have to take intro to computing in every single university. And now I have a lot of students thanking me for that. <laughs> yeah, because it yeah, no longer you know, exists gonna, as a required course. I'm going to ask you something. I, I had this idea. You know, we need a new major in in in, in colleges. Mm-hmm. And the major, you know, like we have electrical engineering, acoustical engineering, yeah. mechanical engineering. We need an edu- a education engineering degree. Okay, we yeah. need people who understand education and understand, if I may, technological engineering. Okay, yeah. and you put those two things together because that's where education—I I firmly believe that—that's where education is going. It's—it's it's about eighty percent there. Okay, nobody's buying yeah. investing. Yeah. Don't invest in chalk anymore. That's my best advice to you financially. Okay, most right. you know it's just. Yeah, it's that simple. And we need education. We need people who understand education and people who understand engineering to put it together. And the companies that are out there now, which are great, I know, you know, so many of them are getting involved in the AI, but they, they, it's, it's hard because this is new. And believe me, they don't understand it as well as they should. Okay. And it's, it's really interesting yeah. stuff. I have to ask you, and I, I, I hope, did you see the gang from Gaggle when you were there? I did. I sure did. Okay. I did. I I, saw Jeff, and and we had great time. Great. Great. I'm I'm sure you did. And they they put together our show today, and I wanted to give them some credit for that. Okay? And I want people to understand this. This this is good stuff that they're doing. Okay? They have online solutions. You know that. For K-12 student safety. Okay? And let me just read right off their website here. 95% 95% of their district partner school districts believe Gaggle identified students, that's 95%, who no one knew were depressed. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, that's pretty amazing that's right, right there. And, uh, you know, and we're, everybody is concerned. I, this is amazing. I have friends uh, who are now getting into being grandparents. The, the grandchild, the grandchildren are born. Okay? And they're saying, I don't know. They're actually saying this to me. I don't know if I would send my grandchild to a public school what with all the shootings okay yeah. and or all the hangings the the, the suicides yeah. etc and yeah. I, I tell them well the way you're saying that don't ever let them drive in a car 
because it's far more yeah. dangerous to drive in a car than it is to go to school. And again, I hate to use the analogy, it's like an airline crash. An airline crash kills a lot of people, okay? But they're not mentioning the other 10,000 flights that day that didn't crash, okay? And the yeah. hundreds of thousands that didn't. And my point is, okay, we have to make people feel secure these days about K-12 yeah. education. I know school districts work on it. As you talk to Jeff at Gaggle, what, what did he talk about with all this? And Is he looking at AI? On how, how, what's going on with that side of it, if I may? Well, um, yeah, I, and I love, love, love what Gaggle does and what they represent. Yeah. And, you know, kind of going back to your um, your your friends who are like, oh, I'm not sure. You know, schools are yeah. microcosms of a community, right? Yes. Everyone that attends that school represents members of the community. And when you see hurt and depression and sadness in a school, it's coming from what's in your community. So what Gaggle's able to do, and let me just connect it to AI. What, what AI can do is allow kids to fall into a fantasy world. They can create images. They can create worlds. They can create this imaginary place better to them than the yeah. real place where they live. Yeah. But they get yeah. pulled too far into that, and then they become disconnected from reality. And then when they're in reality, they can't cope with it. They'd much rather be in this fantasy world. So what Gaggle allows a school to do is basically see what a student is thinking and doing in an mm. online environment. Mm. It would be no different than having cameras in a hallway in a class, you know, in a school. The same right. principle, but you can't have cameras online. So Gaggle is the the camera online. They are able to see well what students are doing in an environment that you couldn't see. So they can see how many kids are doing, you know, are are accessing these kind of fantasy you know, locations are building out these kinds of fantasy um, environments or, you know, or texting with things that might not be real, you know, or yeah. what are they saying in those chats and stuff. They're able to see that, and then they're able to bring it to the attention of people who are experts in dealing with those students who are struggling with mental challenges. And not, yeah, no, it could be behavioral. And, and could there's be, something else, yeah, you know. Anything. You, yeah, and you said, you know, about the cameras in the hall. Not every school has, can afford cameras in the hall. And the other thing right. that they can't afford is enough guidance counselors, enough school psychologists. Right. Well, there's okay. a huge shortage there. Yeah. Tremendous. And there's a shortage of teachers, I might add, too. Yeah. A lot of people, are, yeah. a lot of districts are forced to hire, and you know this, Keisha, they are forced to hire uncertified people, people who really had no training yeah. in how to teach at all. Right. Okay. And you put these people in front of it. They, 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 teaching is more than just uh, you know the history of the War of eighteen twelve. It's a whole world in and of itself. All right. And yeah. we have to, and the people have to be well trained. And because there is such a shortage of qualified people, we need, if I may, <laughs> welcome to ISTE, all the technological help we can get. All right, it's that simple, and yeah. that's why I'm. You know, Gaggle. Uh, as I said, they brought you on today, and I can't thank them enough for doing that. You're always welcome here, by the way. I want you to know that. Okay, oh, anytime you. you want to come on, you just Call let me, me know. But I, I will. Believe me, I will, because you're such an expert in the field. 
okay? And, you know, it's, this stuff is so important. I have to ask you this. Let me just segue a little bit, okay? As you talk to school districts, what's the, what are the top things? And you're, you're consultant to the field. You go K-20, probably mm-hmm. pre-K-20, if I may. Okay, what's on the school yeah. district's minds these days? What, what, what's the first thing they say to you when, when you come in the door, so to speak? Well, you've already said it, teacher shortage. Finding that high-quality teacher. We know, yeah, we know that the number one best resource we can have to ensure student success is a highly qualified teacher. And they're leaving in droves. I mean, they're leaving. And they're not necessarily leaving because we don't pay them, although, let me just put a plug in, if you're not paying your teachers right, you need to prioritize and here, think here. about that again. But uh, they're leaving because they don't feel supported in the classroom, they don't have enough resources in their classrooms, and they feel like they're having to do and juggle 10,000 things, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. can't do one thing well. So they're cutting and running. And what we're having to replace it with, I mean, some states, Oklahoma, you just have to pass a federal background check. You're in. Florida, if you have any military experience, you're in. Life's mm-hmm. win. Mm-hmm. These two things don't qualify you to go in and teach at no, all. No, they do not. As, as, but they're as, having I, I, to lower the bar yeah. to that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And the problem That's is the biggest you, pain you bring point. those, you bring, and I'm going to say the people they're bringing in, they're going to try teaching. Okay, they want to try it. Yeah. They don't know enough about it. They want to try it. I, I, I don't want to uh, be, be derogatory to those people, okay? I, and I really don't, yeah. okay, because they're trying. But the problem is they're not going to stay, and they're not going to be no. that effective because they just don't – they don't have the expertise to do this. At this stage. It's like, you know, if I want to be a doctor. Well, come on in. You were in the Army. Uh, here, you're a brain surgeon now. Right. I'm sorry. That's not right. – as, as much as I'm – left at a holiday in night. night. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. not going to work real well. All right, and people no. think it is. No. And I'll, I'll just use let's use Florida for example. Okay, and I don't know what's going to happen with that, but I'll just use Governor DeSantis. Governor DeSantis may brag, well, we don't have that big a teacher shortage, but that's because they're hiring the wrong people to be teachers. Okay, and they yeah. just aren't the right, you know, in, in terms of bringing in. The folks who are, who are veterans, just by the basis of the fact that they were veterans. It just doesn't yeah. work, and it can't work. But since we're doing this, okay, we need all the help. To, we have to give them all the help we can. And that's where yeah. all the technology is going to come in. I mean, it's just, if they can even work it, it's just wild. Yeah. What's going on out well, there? And there's a Got difference any, in... What's your, what's your solution, what? by the way? Any solutions? Mademoiselle, uh, uh, consultant for the teacher stuff, for the teacher challenge. What are you telling them? Yeah, well, I'll say the second. Let me. Uh, two thoughts came in my head. Two. The second thought. The second thing that they are challenged with is the mental welfare of the yeah, children. Yeah, They're coming yeah. in and which anxiety. Which brings us back to gaggle. Which brings us back to gaggle. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. So the teachers that are coming in with these less than prepared backgrounds. And when I say less than prepared, they're probably marine biologists, you know. But <laughs> child, yeah. the number one thing that a, a student teacher will like cut and run and say, "I don't need, I don't need this," is student behavior, classroom management. Yep. 
So if yeah, you don't have that leadership. background yeah. of classroom management, you're going to be overwhelmed. I don't care how awesome you are in your content area. You have to know how to manage kids. And it's about as easy to manage a group of kids as it is to manage a pack of cats. I mean, you have to have <laughs> skills. You have to have right. ability. Right. You have to know how to do it. You have to have a background in it. So I think that when you have access to a resource like Gaggle, that you can tell kind of what the tenor of the, the students are just by kind of having just know that this is in the background working on your behalf, amplifying the efficiencies of you being able to understand what your kids are doing in an environment that you can't physically see every day is exponentially helpful. I also think that having people go in as coaches that have that kind of background and helping these, you know, less than certified teachers, they may have all certified you know, alt certifications, but that doesn't mean you have kind of the the resource library to pull from because you didn't take right. all the coursework to be prepared. So right. having a, a coach that can, a, you know, a coach that can go in and help the teachers with classroom management is something that I think we used to have them. We let them go, but I think yeah. that needs to, to come back because that is something – Technology really can't help us with, right? It's tough out there. I technology tell you, it can't replace a teacher. Yeah, no, it, that, that's my point. It can't replace It's not going to replace a classroom. It, it, uh-uh. it, 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 that's that's why we mm-hmm. need educational engineers, if I may. Okay. Because yes. They're going to yeah. understand this. It, it's really, it's really an interesting yeah. situation. I, 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 I'm just, it's very scary out there right now, and. Uh, well, you know, I have to ask you this. I don't know if you've ever thought about this, and I always, this always kind of aggravated me, is that whenever I went to like a, a conference like ISTE or any other conference, I rarely saw education professors there, the, the people who are training people to become oh. teachers. And yeah. that, I hate to say this, that would apply to me that they really don't know what teachers are using. Okay. If you yeah. don't walk around the ISTE, you don't know what teachers are using. It it it, it would yeah. be like a, like a, a professor in a medical school not knowing what an MRI is. Okay. It's it, yeah. you know not not teaching that to them. And I'm have you talked at all to what or what are you hearing if anything about the training of teachers in this highly technological age, especially again when there's a shortage. Yeah. Well, you know, I've crossed. Well, I've I've been on both sides of. of, I've been in K twelve and I've been in higher ed for many years. I know. I I lead a double life. And I will tell you at at ISTE, um, Elliot Soloway. I can call their names: Elliot Soloway, University of Michigan; Kathy Norris, University of North Texas; and Trina Davis, Texas A and M. All there all on the floor, all paying attention, Great. all going back to their universities and saying, here's what I saw. Now, those are three universities out of how many that are showing up, and I'm sure there were other universities represented. Of course. were represented at ISTE, but I know that in most education programs, there's a heightened awareness that they have to do things differently. They do. They do. There is a um, – there is a – challenge to a figuring out what that different is 
right? Some universities, the University of Memphis, leaned into instructional design, and they offered instructional design programs, which I think is great. University of Wisconsin offers those. Those are great. Those help people who have non-traditional backgrounds learn the art of instruction and mm-hmm. what that can look like, especially in an online environment, but definitely anywhere, right? You can apply those principles anywhere. So they're, they're thinking of what it needs to look like, um, their challenge is attracting, again, faculty to come in and teach, getting yeah. that high quality. It's like a double uh, whammy, right? Because the people that you're pulling in to teach, if they're awesome, you're pulling them out of a school district, right? You're so great. Come teach at the university level. Now that yeah. school district lost a phenomenal teacher. Or yeah. they have people, you know, when I was at Vanderbilt, I had people teaching that had taught Two, three years. They taught K-12 while they were working on their doctorate, and then they whip into their dream, I want to be a university professor position, mm-hmm. which yeah. is great. But I can I can assure you, and you can assure me, that three years is nothing. It's not even a drop in the it's bucket. Not, no. Like there's no water there. It's vapor when you're thinking about the well, years we'll put, of teaching. Yeah that yeah. you have to have to really become a master teacher. You're not going to do it in three years. You're not even going to get, you're not even going to get vested in three years. So we have those folks in higher ed classrooms too that mean well, have a phenomenal content-rich background, but probably don't have enough on the ground in the classroom experience. And I know some colleges of ed are seeking more folks who have you know, they're recruiting superintendents. They've taught, you know, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of years. Yeah. They've super, you yeah. know, they led a lot of years. That's they have good. their doctorate. Yep. Yeah, Cheryl Logan's yep. starting a program at Penn State. So oh, she just left the superintendent role to do that. Yeah. But what am I yeah, well, you should look her up. She's amazing. Yeah, wow. And um, she's starting a new program there. But they uh, they're realizing it. The the overall pool is is low. Right, it, it, there's not not that much in the pool to to pull from when you're talking about recruiting highly qualified faculty too. A lot of faculty, you know, especially my former colleagues at Vanderbilt and Johns Hopkins, are research faculty. So they really want to study what's going on in the classroom and study instruction and publish on what they've seen and what they've learned. But our and they do a great job at that. But our districts, there's a misstep in how districts adopt that research and apply it in the classroom because they're kind of so busy, like just running and gunning. Surviving. Yeah, they're trying to keep their heads above water. Yeah, yeah. So somehow we need to do, um, you know, uh, events that bring together researchers and practitioners to learn from one another Maybe you and I can come up with that event to learn from one oh, another so that the boy, research that that's current and coming out is actually being absorbed by leaders and teachers so that they can go back into the classroom and apply it and not reinvent the well and not like tread water and just try to get their head Exactly. It. Exactly. And we had that. Actually, your, that point is very well taken. Right now, a lot of teachers are treading water. And that can be extremely yeah. stressful. 
okay? And a lot of superintendents are treading water, okay? And it's, it's brutal out there, okay? Keisha, this yeah. is great. I am going to I'm going to stay in touch because I want you to keep coming on, okay? And, and oh, I hope with you us, do. I would love that. That would, it would be it would, it would be great. Your insights are really invaluable, and I I you know I love it when you come on because um, a lot of teachers in the trenches don't know the kind of work that you do, okay? They 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 don't see you per se, but you're the kind of person mm-hmm. that makes education happen, okay? You work. Aww. Thank you. Well, I'm serious. I'm serious, and and they they just don't know you, all right. And and, and, and your good colleagues at K20. I mean, they they just don't know you. But there's that layer of professional and education like you that really goes out there and tries mm-hmm. to get the job done. Okay, so I thank you for that. Yeah. You're terrific. Okay, we'll stay in touch. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you Please this do. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. You too, okay? And have a good fourth. Have a safe one, okay? Ooh, I will. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Not Thank kind you. of a long weekend. <laughs> you can squeeze it into a long weekend. We have to, to, you just well, I'm to stay open cruise, on Monday, so but really, be, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. You know, so it's all going to work <laughs> out. Keisha, thanks a million. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Have a wonderful one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, everybody, that is the amazing Dr. Keisha Ray. And by the way, her company is at k20connect.net. I do have it linked uh, on on site here for you, okay, but um, which is actually interesting. I'll just say this. Our profession is about 80% female, and this is a a certified woman-owned network of independent consultants. That's k20connect. So you might be interested in just looking at the website, k20connect.net. And check out, they, they helped me put the show together, my good friends who are doing a great job out there in pre-K-12, and that's gaggle.net, okay? It's, they're, they're doing important work. And this AI stuff, oh boy, we're going to keep talking about it for a long time. My name is Larry Jacobs. We're going to uh, sign off until after the 4th of July, okay? So I want everybody to have a really good, safe holiday. I'm sure you have nothing else to do, so when the barbecue fires go out, check out what we do at ace-ed.org. I'm Larry Jacobs. Thanks for listening.